Here we go. At our church, Jesus is Lord. That single belief calls us together as a community and sends us into our world with hope and purpose. At our church, your past will never define your future. There's always redemption, which means there's always a brighter day. At our church, we don't think we're better than any other church out there. We're just doing our best to become our best. At our church, we want you to believe in God, but we also want you to know that God believes in you. We are not against people who don't attend church anywhere. Instead, we pursue them with love, the very same love that's pursuing us. At our church, we're learning to serve God with all our hearts, and we're learning to worship Him with all our lives. And if you're looking for the perfect church, we're not it. At our church, we will make mistakes, but we will choose to grow from them. At our church, we're part of a global community that's knit together by the resurrection of Jesus. And by the way, at our church, we believe that really happened too. At our church, we will engage with people who are in real need because we are the hands and the feet of Christ. And finally, we need you to hear this loud and clear. At our church, it's not really our church at all. It's His. And we live and move and breathe in His church for His glory and His fame, not ours. So here's the invitation. You're invited to jump in with your whole heart at your own pace and to experience the life that awaits you in Christ. Friends, this is going to be good. Welcome to our church. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Elm Grove. Good morning, yes, we're thrilled that you guys are here to worship with us, and we're so thankful to be back in the house of God. Anybody else thankful to be happy to be here? Yeah, man, that's right. Been a strange time that we've been living through, but uh, we're so thankful that we have a Lord and Savior that guides us, and we put our trust and our faith in, and, uh, and so if you're happy about that, he's carried us through, and he will continue. He's not going to leave us. He's not going anywhere. Um, I've had a, uh, a verse in my mind the last two weeks, and, uh, and it's, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. That's the 150th Psalm, verse 6, let everything that has breath Praise the Lord. The springtime is so full of life. You see it everywhere you look um, in, the, in the nature and the animals and everything. Um, this is the time when, when there is new life and there is new breath. And God has given us a breath. And I just pray that this morning we can use our breath to praise the Lord. If you'd stand with me, we're going to sing a few, a few songs. Um, we'll get right into it. The first song is Bigger Than Any Mountain. And... Uh, and if in my mind here, I can say bigger than any virus. That's that's the, that's the, what's been going through my mind. But let's sing this song and uh, and give praise to God today. Bigger than all my problems, bigger than all my fears, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all my questions, bigger than anything, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Oh, bigger than all the shadows that fall across my path, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. 
Yeah, bigger than all the confusion. Yeah, bigger than anything. God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than my problems. Bigger than all my problems. Bigger than all my fears. God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Yeah, he is bigger than all my questions, bigger than anything. God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Oh, bigger than all the crying and pain and unbelief. God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Always with bigger than all of the hang-ups, yes, bigger than anything. God is bigger than any mountain that I can and cannot see. Bigger than my problems, bigger than all my problems, bigger than all my fears. God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. He's bigger than anything. God is bigger than any mountain that I can cannot see. Oh, bigger than all my problems, bigger than all my fears. God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Oh, he is bigger than all of my questions. He's bigger than anything. God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Oh, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Amen. Nice work, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> Bow your heads with me, please. God, thank you so much for this, this morning and this place and this time that you've put us all here. We know that you are spending this whole thing. You are uh, watching us as we go. And, uh, and we just pray that this morning that these, these songs that we have to share... Um, that we will lean into them and we sing them with, uh, with the power that you've, you've given us a voice to. And we pray that you would uh, come to us as we're singing and lift our spirits and, uh, and bring life and joy into our bodies with, these, with every note we sing. In Jesus' name I ask these things. Took on flesh, fullness.
Goodness of God in helpless faith, this gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the one he came to save. On that cross, as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied for every sin. of Christ I live. In His crown, His body lay, light of the world and darkness slay. In bursting forth, in glorious day, up from the grave He rose again. There He stands in Precious blood of Christ, built in life, no fear in death. This is the power of Christ in me. From life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my destiny. scheme of men and ever pluck me from his hand till he returns or calls me home here in the power of Christ I'll stand Christ alone cornerstone weak made strong in the Savior's love through the storm, He is Lord, Lord of all. Who's a uh who in their family is a little thankful for the, the time that they've had to be with their loved ones in the last month or so. And it been kind of nice, right? We've been uh, running at a pace that's a little unsustainable perhaps, right? And, uh, and I believe that you know, the Lord has done a wonderful job of turning our, our attention to Him and what is important. And uh, so that's what this next song is about. Oh 
breath into life everlasting he passed and we follow him there or us in no more half dominion for more than conquerors we are turn your eyes upon Jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely of His glory and grace. His word shall not fail you, He promised. Believe Him and all will be well. Then go to a world that Salvation to song this morning turn your eyes upon Jesus how many besides me have caught looking another direction the past few days we all have haven't we I could I, I have had a hard time getting to this point uh, and the clock has ran slower than it has in the 70 plus years that I've been here on this earth but aren't you glad we are in God's house this morning and we're here for one purpose that's to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth God bless today we're not to hug, we're not to shake hands, but I want you to turn around and wave at your neighbors this morning and let them know you're glad to see them. Would you do that? Awesome, everybody's waving, isn't that great? Isn't that great? God bless you and you may be seated. We wanna say a great big Thank you and God bless you to all of our mothers this morning. This is Mother's Day. And I'd like to ask, would all the mothers stand for just a moment? Would you do that for me? All mothers in the building, would you stand? Awesome, what an, man, we're outnumbered this morning. This is an awesome thing. 
Put your hands together, man. Let's tell them we love them today. Well, this is the day the Lord has made, and we're here to rejoice. And I know that we're living in an hour like I've never experienced before, and probably most of us could say the same. But aren't you glad we still have the same God? We're still serving the great I Am. He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And he wants you to know today that he's already gone before you. He's preparing a place. He's making a way in the wilderness today if you're living in a wilderness. If your life seems to be in a desert place and it's a thirsty land today, Jesus has already been there and he's made a way for us. So I want us this morning just to kind of take a moment and take a deep breath and say, thank you, Jesus. He's brought us this far. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. And I'm so thankful today we have a God that hears and answers prayer. So we welcome you today. Our, our pastor, Jared, is coming this morning. He has a welcome for you. and He's going to share some good things. The work has gone on in this place like never before, even though the doors have been shut. And today, you can go about any place in the building and you're on camera, except for the restrooms. Isn't that great? Yes, it is. So welcome Pastor Jared as he comes this morning and he's gonna uh, cheer us up today with some good things and he's gonna bless us. And I want you just to, this morning to say a great big God bless you to, to Pastor Jared. Would you do that one more time? God bless you, Pastor. We love you. Well, how's everybody doing this morning? Awesome. Hey, we want to welcome you to Elm Grove. It's good to be back. It's good to see your faces today. What David said as he penned in the book of Psalm, he said, I was glad when they said, let us go to the house of the Lord. Yes. How many woke up feeling glad in your heart today? Yes. I know I, I did, and I trust you did as well. So again, it's an honor to see you here this morning. Also to our online family, all those who are watching online with us. Uh, we have several watching online this morning. We want to welcome you. We're honored that you would choose to join us today. And uh, we're praying for you. And we can't wait till the moment, till the day that we all feel confident, all feel safe and secure coming back and worshiping together. So all those who are here with us here this morning, will you put your hands together and will you welcome our online family to the house today? Amen. We also have some kids in the house. Kids, make some noise. <laughs> They're like, it's too early. We've been sleeping till noon. This is crazy getting up at 9 a.m. So, but all the kids in the house, hey, we want you to know we haven't forgot you guys. We love you guys, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, some great, great time with you here in the future. want to let all the kids and all the parents know this morning, uh, we have some things set up for your kids during the service that they can watch and they can tune into if you go to our, our Elm Grove Community Church uh, YouTube channel. And you'll just search Powerhouse Kids series, and it is the series Emotions, and it's the lesson on confusion, which is perfect for today, right? And so as we're trying to adjust to all this technology and all these things, uh, we are talking to our kids about confusion today. And so uh, anytime during the service, you can pull out your smart device. Uh, I'm not talking about your husband. I know that's... Come on, someone. That's good. But uh, you can pull out your smart device and you can go to YouTube. And again, on our Elm Grove YouTube channel, Elm Grove Community Church, just search Powerhouse Kids series and then uh, um, you'll find 
uh, emotions confusion. All right, so that's there for them to watch today during the service. So looking forward to that. I know they'll have a great time watching that. So, hey, again, we want to welcome you kids. If you're just kind of curious about what's going on, we've got about a minute and a half with one of my friends. His name is Skittles. I know his best friend Eminem's real well, but here's Skittles. Check out Skittles today. What's up, what's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, yeah, what's up, everybody? It's me, the SKI to the double T L E S. Skittles in the hizzy, and I'm ready to tell you what's up. Today, we're talking about how to handle it when you feel confused. So every time somebody asks you, what's up you tell them i will follow god's word and do what's right sometimes we gotta make choices in life that are hard and i ain't talking about choices like do i watch this cartoon or that cartoon i'm talking about really really tough choices tough choices that can make us confused but when we don't know what to do and we get caught up in confusion all we gotta do is ask God for wisdom. His word will help us make the right choice. So anytime, I mean anytime, somebody asks you, what's up, you tell them. I will follow God's word and do what's right. And that right there is what's up. I got a rainbow of flavor and I'm living for my savior. Skittles out, baby. All right. Now, adults, you can't go there and watch that during, this, during the message. That, that would be rude. And so, but no, we're, we're having a great time with our kids. So kids, be sure and avail yourself to that this morning. Hey, um, this morning is Mother's Day, and I want to take just a second. And I want to speak to someone very, very special. I know she's not here with us this morning. I don't see her, and I'm hoping my eyes are not. Are, are, I hope my eyes are doing well. But I know she's watching on the line with us this morning, and, and that is the first lady of this house, the mother of Elm Grove Community Church, and that's Miss Sherry White. And so, Elm Grove family, will you put your hands together for our pastor's wife this morning? There's no one person who will do more to secure the well-being of the church than the pastor's wife. And with it being Mother's Day, I felt it just appropriate if we would take a time and pause and mention the precious gift that God has blessed our Elm Grove family with. After being in ministry for 20 years now, I can truly say that there are few people anywhere in any church who have as much impact as a pastor's wife. And yet most of what Sherry does is behind the scenes and goes unnoticed. Usually she's not the one giving sermons from the pulpit, she does that at the home, and we appreciate that. She is not leading from the front. She's not getting the praise. She often moves and operates under the radar, loving the church, loving its people, and loving our community. And that creates the foundation in which we can build a fantastic church. And Pastor Orville, he would be the first one to tell you, Elm Grove would not be the family that it is without the blessing of the Lord and the blessing of the wife. Amen. And so Sherry is not only an incredible wife, not only an incredible mom, and not only an incredible grandmother, as many can attest this morning, but she is also an incredible mother to this church. 
an incredible mom to the Elmgrove family. And so, Ms. Sherry, we want to tell you happy Mother's Day today. We've all here been impacted by your grace and by your mercy and by your love. And your capacity to care and your capacity to love us is just all inspiring. And we're amazed and humbled at your dedication to your family, at your dedication to your Lord, and at your dedication to this church family. We don't want Mother's Day to go by without pausing and saying, Sherry White, we love you. And we are honored that you are our pastor's wife and that you are the mother of this Elm Grove Community Church. We love you, Sherry. We appreciate you. And can't wait to see you again. Come on, put your hands together one more time for our pastor's wife, Miss Sherry. Amen. So we uh, also want to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms here today. And so all the moms, all the ladies that are here with us this morning, happy Mother's Day. It's an honor to welcome you this morning here on this Mother's Day Sunday. Um, we do have something, we always on Mother's Day, we have a little get-together in the foyer. We have all kinds of special snacks and treats and just kind of an after-party for all the moms. But today's a little different, isn't it? And so uh, what we have decided to do this week is we have teamed up with Crooked Arrow Cafe and Ceiling. And so if you are a, a lady in the house, okay, if you are sitting here and you're a lady in this house, here's what you need to do. And if you're a lady watching our online here in our area, in our community, you call Crooked Arrow anytime between now and Wednesday. I know we've been saying Tuesday, but we've got an extra day. We've got another day extended. So call Crooked Arrow between now and Wednesday. Order any large uh, single top, order any large pizza. It doesn't have to be a single topping. Order any large pizza you want and use the code Elm Grove Mother's Day, and they'll send that bill straight to Pastor Orville. And so it's all good. <laughs> no, it's just the way Pastor Orville wanted, some, wanted to do something for all the ladies in the church. And so uh, when we can't get out and do something here together, we just thought, how about a free pizza? Man, that, that, that sounds good. And so uh, to all the moms, we want to say we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. All the ladies that are here this morning, love you and appreciate you. So be sure and avail yourself to that between now and Wednesday. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Hey, also, one more announcement to make. It is the third Friday of the month, which means what? It is rib dinner. To all those who are here, all those who are watching, it is the greatest Friday on the planet. It is Rib Dinner Friday, and this Friday, we're not hosting inside again. What we're going to be doing is like we did back in March. We're doing a drive-through Rib Dinner, and so we'll have it set up just like we did in March. You drive through, you pick it up, you head home, you can eat it there, you can pull on, the, on our parking lot and eat it here, but we, uh, we just want to protect everyone at this time. And so we're not going to open our doors to, to bring people in. Uh, we're hoping maybe in June we can do that. But here in the month of May, what we decided is do the drive-through. Man, that went incredible. And uh, I know we haven't met since then. Isn't that crazy? We haven't met. It was two rib dinner. We've missed a rib dinner. Can't you tell? I mean, it's, it's crazy. And so uh, uh, we're looking forward to this Friday to our rib dinner. And so going to be a great, great time. Again, that starts at four, that starts at five o'clock on Friday, be five to seven o'clock. And so we're just looking forward to a great, great time with that. Hey, before we go any further, we're getting ready to receive our offering and then I'm going to turn it over to our pastor as he's going to bring the word today. But before we go any further, I want to pause right here. And over this past two months, it, 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 it's going to be two months this coming Friday this, uh, since we met, March the 10th, excuse me, March the 15th was the last time we met together, March the 15th. That was about 12 pounds ago for me, okay, on the, on the bad side. 
And so uh, that was the last time we met together. And uh, in, this, in this two months, there has been uh, uh, just all kinds of, of new technology to discover. Uh, we had plans to go into this, this summer and get all this ready. So when we started back to school, we'd be able to live stream and do these things here at our church. Um, but we were pushed into it. And that, it's been cool. It's been uh, an interesting time. And uh, I, I don't want this day to go by without pausing. And there's a guy back there in the sound booth, Mr. Kevin Core, who I, I can't even count the hours that he has put in as he's helped us just develop all these things. Um, th- he loves this. He has a passion for this. this. He says, this is my ministry. I just I love doing this. And over this past two months, it has shown because he has poured uh, his heart out into uh, enabling us to do what we do and, and to produce what we've produced and to keep our online church going. And so, Kevin, you have done a fantastic job, man. And we love you and we appreciate you. And we just want to pause right here and say thank you so much. And so uh, um, before you leave, <laughs> I would say give him a hug. But uh, give him an air high five or throw him a $20 bill. He wouldn't mind that. Um, but, just, uh, but just show your appreciation because it, it's because of that man that we've been able to do what we've done. And so he's, he's been the glue that's held this thing together. And so uh, it's, it's, it's been, man, he's, a, he's an awesome guy and we, we, we love you. And we're, we're praying for you as you try to discover the Oklahoma State Cowboys. So, <laughs> so hey, at this time, uh, we're going to receive our tithe and offering. We're just going to pray over our tithe and offering. You'll see as you exit the foyer, there are boxes on either side of the media booth. And so uh, if you have tithe and offering to bring today, uh, when you leave, you can drop it in the box. And that's how we'll receive offering for a while here, at least through the month of May. And so uh, you can just drop it in there. I just got one quick scripture to read to you. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7 through 8. It says, you must each decide in your heart how much to give. And you don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully, and God will generously provide all you need, and then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. How many of that's the heart of Christianity? Not just to have enough for yourself, but to have enough that you and your family are provided for, but also have enough to pour into other people's life. That's what God wants to pour into your heart, and that's what God wants to pour into your life today. And even in this time, even in this state, this economic chaos and confusion, how many can say God's been good? God's been good, and God will continue to be good to your life and in your life as you continue to obey him and walk in accordance to his word. Amen? Let's pray over the tithe and offering, and then again as you leave today, you can drop it in the offering receptacles there. Father, we love you today. We thank you for your many blessings. God, thank you for the opportunity we have to come and to gather together this morning. And Father, we thank you for the opportunity we have to give. Father, we don't take this moment for granted and we don't take it lightly. God, in fact, today we pause in a, even a, a more special way and we just reflect on the goodness and the faithfulness and the mercies of God. And God, we say thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your hand that's been extended to us. And God, thank you that your hand cannot just extend to us, but God, uh, you have trusted us to extend your hand through us. And God, may we uh, continue to, to find favor with you and to find favor with our community, God, that your hand may be extended to one more, one more soul who's in need of you, one more soul who needs a touch from you, one more family who needs restoration from you, one more life who needs to find new life. And so, God, we honor you today with our giving. We pray you bless the gift and the giver today. And we ask it all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
Amen. Hey, this morning, if you're watching online, there's also giving links there online on our website at elmgrovecc.org. And so you can go to our website. You can find giving links there. We can give by card or you can text give or you can also send it here to the church. Our address is on the website as well. So thank you guys so much for all your faithfulness and all your giving this morning. Again, we want to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms who are watching with us online and all the moms who are here in person with us today. We've got a great crowd today. And so, awesome. So thank you guys for coming and being a part of Elm Grove Mother's Day. For all the moms, check this out. Because how many know after quarantine, moms are going to need a quarantine. Amen? Check it out. Mother's Day looks a lot different this year. <sighs> Mommy needs a quarantine. And our moms may be spending a lot of time with their kids right now. A lot. Like, so, so much time. And even though they love their kids to the moon and back. Mommy! Where are you going? Sometimes moms need a little alone time. Mommy! You know, to recharge. what's happening in the world, their favorite way to spend time is with their family. In good times, in hard times. Mom! You're breaking everything! In uncertain times. Thank you, Mom, for making time for us every single day. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I ask that you would watch over us as we go to bed and rest, that you would speak to us in Bible stories and speak to us in Good morning again, everybody. <clears throat> I'd just like to take a minute and look around, and, and I'd like to say this, is, this beats saying hello to a camera any day. Amen. That camera doesn't talk back. It, it never says amen. It just watches everything you, you say and do. And uh, there's very little inspiration that comes from that camera. And you know, the anointing comes from the Lord, but the inspiration comes from people that you minister to. And it's just been a long drought. But aren't you glad we're here this morning? By God's grace, we're here. And we're here in his house today, and he wants you to know that he cares for you. He's brought us this far. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And uh, I just want to say this morning, 
Happy Mother's Day again to all you awesome ladies of the Elm Grove Church. And those mothers that are watching, by the way, a simulcast this morning, we want to say to you, uh, Happy Mother's Day. Today's a special day, not only uh, because of it's Mother's Day, but uh, it's just, I, I, I just want to say today it's a privilege to be in the house of the Lord. I, I just don't think I could make it if there wasn't a Sunday that we could set aside and uh, come to God's house and have fellowship and enjoy the blessings of the Lord. I, 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 just, I just couldn't put it together. Of course, I, I was raised on a, a church pew, and uh, today I'm glad I wasn't. I, I thought I was being mistreated when I was a child. Those one before slatted pews weren't too comfortable. And, uh, but, but today we moved on through a lot of years, and it's just awesome. And coming to the Lord's house means more today than it ever has meant in all my life. It's, a, it's just an awesome thing to say, see you this morning. And I can't see through who's watching on the camera today, but I can say you, you people are awesome. You've been so great and you're serving the Lord financially and spiritually. I, through the, since for the past 90 days, our house has not been the same, but I can tell you from the depth of my heart, we could feel the presence of the Lord as God has comforted us and brought us through this time. And nobody's, nobody's exempt from the storms of life. Serving the Lord was not in the promises that I'll make your life a bed of roses, but here's what he said, I'll go before you. I'll make a way in the wilderness. I'll, I'll take you through the desert times, and I'll have water enough to water you and spiritually fill you so that you can make it through the desert times of your life. So it's a great day this morning, and we're inspired today just to be in his house one more time. Good to see Pastor uh, Jared's family here this morning. Uh, they haven't met with us at the camera time, and I don't blame them. And then it's great to have Jenny's mom and dad, the Prox, with us today. God bless you. We miss we miss you guys. It's just awesome today. Just an awesome time. I, I just want you to bow your head with me this morning, and and I want you to pray in your own way. But I I, I want to pray for you. I know we're living in a troubled hour today. Many men have, and women have lost their jobs. Uh, many uh, that are still working don't know how things are going to work out. But I'd just like for you to take a moment and tell the Lord, Lord, I love you, and I don't have the answer to the dilemma that I may be facing. But in the book of Romans, chapter 8, and verse 28, you said that all things would work together for good to those that love God, to all who are called according to your purpose. And if you're not a Christian today, if you're not a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, he's beckoning you, he's calling you, he wants you to join his family today, and he wants you to get on the right road, and he'll direct you, he'll comfort you, he'll strengthen you, and he'll always be with you no matter what you're going through. So as we bow our head this morning, would you join me in, in time of prayer? Lord, we could never say thank you for all the good things you've done for us. Lord, you've been there for us. The comforting strength of the Holy Spirit is very real. And during the testing times are times when we sense not only your presence, but your word becomes quick and powerful. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. And Lord, when our mind tries to entertain things that are not appropriate or uplifting spiritually, Lord, you've given us the, the, the ability to take authority over our thinking because we have the mind of Christ. And you've given us the ability, Lord, to t change channels of the way that we think and the way that we speak and the way that we live. Lord, 
It's between you and me today, and I'm grateful that you've given me the power to know right from wrong. You've given me the courage to face adversity in the time of storm. And you've been there, Lord, and you still speak to the winds and the waves, and they still obey you. I pray this morning for those that aren't privileged to be at Elm Grove or one of our great churches in this community. I lift up those that are watching by internet today. May the peace and the joy flood their lives this morning as we cast all of our care upon you. We've refused to lean around understanding this morning, but Father, we're just grateful to be one of your kids this morning. I pray that you would just touch these lips of clay with the anointing today, and may the words that are spoken from this pulpit energize those that have no energy, Lord, to continue what they're facing. Lord, I want you to just to energize those that are discouraged, and may they be encouraged to know that you're here with us, and you're going to go with us through every step of life journey. And at the end of journey, Lord, you're always there to usher us into eternity. Lord, today we give all the praise and the glory, the thanks and the honor all goes to you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. 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 Wow. This would have been eight weeks that we have not been together as a church family. And it's just great. It's just overjoying this morning in my spirit to see each one who's here. What a great congregation we have. And I want to say to those that are watching this morning, if you don't feel comfortable in being here today, God bless you. That's okay. We want you to listen to the Spirit and obey what you feel in your spirit that God is saying to you. And until you feel strong enough, maybe you're facing some things, or maybe you're not healthy and you just don't feel fully assured that you're to join us in person. I want you to know we're going to bless you anyhow. We're going to speak to you as we speak to the congregation today. And we want you to know God doesn't bless you, but doesn't, doesn't withhold his blessings because you're not seated in this congregation today. He's going to bless you right where you're at. He'll go with you everywhere you go, and he'll be exactly what you need to carry you through the storm. The work of the church has continued on. It's been a some exciting days as we have uh, almost stood still by attending the house of God. And if you live in this community, you know that uh, we've had some things happen uh, the past few weeks. Uh, Denise, would you bring me a, a, a Kleenex box, please? We've had some things that happened this week because we have a, a, a pastor that just knows how to face uh, uh, challenges. Never before have I been more energized as I watched Pastor Jared in a time of adversity think of things to do, and then he comes and says, what do you think about this? For the first time in 78 years, Sealing has had an ice cream truck. And it, 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 it had music, ice cream truck music, and the kids came to the street, and they gave a, a, a hundred or so uh, ice cream bars to the kids that, and, and he even spurred a gentleman that comes to this church uh, uh, to move, go back to the house and look in, on his computer and see if he could find an ice cream truck for sale. He, he might just enjoy this since the oil field isn't going. We, we, we've just, there's been so many things. And don't challenge Pastor Jared because I can tell you, yeah, you ask his wife. He, he knows many things to do when things try to shut down. Not only has he done that, he's, he's blessed people. He has a heart of gold. Never before have Sherry and I ever been honored like we have with Pastor Jared and Jenny and their family. And then Pastor and Barbara 
Proc have come to join us, and it's just a joy. I see nothing but God's best in this place as we continue. And you know, uh, we sang the song just a few moments ago, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Even the psalmist David recognized it in his days. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where my help comes from because I know my help comes from the Lord. So today, a big thank you to the church staff during this season we faced and to our church family that have been so faithful in everything that has happened. Not only did we have, a, uh, not only did we have an ice cream truck and ceiling, but guess what? Chick-fil-A was on the streets of Sealing last night, free of charge. I, I, he needs to put your hands together. Let's make some noise today. You won't believe how many unbelievers there were in Sealing last night as, as we had one of our ladies waving the sign, Chick-fil-A, free, and people just passed her up. I, I, I thought, how can so many unbelievers not believe in that sign? I tell you what, I, I believe, I, I didn't have to go to the sign. I waited until everybody quit coming, and then I found two sandwiches left. And I took them both home. I invested them in the ministry. It, it, it's, you know, I, I believe if we ever, ever live for Jesus in a way that the joy of the Lord energizes us, it's today. And while the darkness of tomorrow may be uh, filling the skies, I can tell you, the light of Jesus Christ shines through you everywhere you go, and he allows your mouth to be filled with good stuff. And we can say, thanks be unto God who always gives us a victory. And he wants you to know you're going to triumph no matter where you're at and what you're facing if you'll just include the Lord in your plans. We've been on a, a series of messages, and, and the series of the message was with, messages was the power of R.E., Last Sunday, uh, or two Sundays ago, Pastor Jared brought the message on reset, the power of reset. We've all been in places in life, we've had to reset our life, our, we've reset our thinking. Uh, we've had to reset a lot of things in our plans, but it was a powerful message. You can go back online and watch and listen to it. And last Sunday uh, was uh, uh, the message on re uh, restoring and uh, Pastor Jared brought that message too, and it was powerful. And, this, and no, he didn't. I, I brought the message last week. I'm sorry. This is how long I've been. I mean, it's been an eternity since we've I've stood in this place. But last Sunday's message was on rest, restoring. Restore. 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 Have you ever thought about what the word, and it's not on our list, so I'm going to use it. Have you ever thought about the word revive? Oh. Revive all. And I include that in my prayer every day. Lord, revive me. I need revival in my life so that I can let my light so shine. Remind me so I can think about the good things of life. Remind me so I can love people as, peop as you have loved me. And every, every, every step of life journey, we're either resetting or, or we're asking the Lord to restore us to, to the things that uh, seems to have escaped from our life. If you've gone through trials and testing times, and it stole your joy, remember the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the enemy will do everything that he can to go after your victory, and he'll try to restore your joy. But I, every day, look for a time to laugh. And when you laugh, release it. Let it come from your innermost being, not just from up here, but find something you enjoy laughing about and then enjoy it. 
This morning we're going to be talking about refocusing. Refocusing was a message last Sunday, and we're going to we're going to refocus again today. As we look at the the word refocus, I want to take a moment and and uh, ask you to be thinking about the direction you, where you spend focused most of the time. No matter what your occupation may be, you stay focused on that. Maybe it's eight, ten, or twelve hours a day. Uh, Jared, uh, Pastor Jared, and uh, Kevin have been. Uh, just continuing, continuing, continuing through the past few days to try to get everything right so that we could uh, uh, send a message into the homes of those that are not with us today. And uh, they have refocused and refocused. They've got everything timed so everything's working good. And I'm really glad for people that understand the uh, new ways of living today, aren't you? Yeah. What, what, what are you looking at this morning that's doing its best to try to discourage you. What, how's your thought process going? Is it going in the right direction that you can include the Lord in your thoughts? Are you thinking about things that have happened yesterday that we need to lay aside? The message last Sunday was let us lay aside every weight. The Apostle Paul said, I believe it was in Hebrews chapter 11, lay aside the weight and the sin that easily besets you so that you can run the race that's set before us with your eyes on, focused on Jesus, looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith. And today, as we, as we take the, a moment in the journey of life, we're not here by accident. God knew 2,000 years ago where we would be this morning. He knew exactly what I would be facing and what you would be facing even before it happened. Over 2,000 years ago, he had his eye on you being a part of this church. Over 2,000 years ago, he was willing to die on the cross for our sins. We can re we renew our minds today by, by not thinking everything that comes across the television is true. Even our president has, out, has underlined this nearly every day. Most of it is fake news. I've heard fake news more the past uh, few months than I've ever heard it in my life. And so today, as Christians, we don't focus on fake news. We may listen and give an ear to what's coming to us by way of news, but let me say this, there is no fake news in the Word of God. And that Word never returns void. It will accomplish what He sent it to do, and He's looking for vessels that will activate His Word so that we can be the children of God, be the people that He wants us to be. And today on this Mother's Day, it's, a, it's an occasion to celebrate what the Bible has to say about mothers. And moms, I, wouldn't, I am so glad to tell you today, I'm glad he created me as a dad, not a mom. And yet we have, we have people that's filled the world today, they're not satisfied with who they are. God made a mistake when they created, God created them as a, as a male. They want to be a female. We, I'm telling you, it is such an upside down world today that I, there's days when I just have to hang on for dear life. And I have to refocus because my mind wants to say, how crazy can you be? And then I hear a voice inside of me at many times saying, well, you've did some crazy things too. So no condemnation, but the Word of God is a place where we need to focus every day. It's a lamp unto our feet. It's a light to our pathway. And I don't have to tell you, and I don't know, I've never been a mom, but mom, I'm sure you have to refocus probably on the hour every day. Just rethinking, re trying to bring into, bring into 
focus, the things that God wants you to do in order to be the mom that God wants you to be for your children. So uh, as we follow the word of God this morning, I'm not going to take time to read from Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2, but all of us know the story of how God picked up a handful of dirt, breathed into it, and man became a living soul. And he watched Adam as Adam folk, uh, uh, functioned in the Garden of Eden, but he realized that Adam needed some help. And so he put Adam to sleep, took a rib during his deep sleep, and he made Eve as a helpmate. And we go through the Bible, God had a plan, he has a, and he still has a plan. He still wants you to be a real man. He wants you to be a man of God. And to the mothers, he wants you to be the best mother you, you, you can be. And it only takes the help of the Lord. My heart is broken, and I cry many times when I see the, the, the figures of mothers that did not want a baby come, that, that they were going to give birth to, and they've gone and aborted that baby. And, and my heart breaks as I look at our grandchildren that are growing up and your grandchildren that are growing up, and I, thought, I think, boy, I'm really glad they had a mom that wanted to hang on to that baby because that baby is precious. And the older you get, the more, the more time you have to spend with those little ones. And the greater the things that they do are cute. And in fact, I've, I've been scolded many times. Uh, you don't know the word no anymore when it comes to taking care of grandkids. What a compliment. The good part of it is they don't live in our house and they soon move on. But everything that grandkids do is cute. Can I have a witness of that? Yeah, everything they do is cute. And, and, you know, uh, Mom, just be encouraged. Sometimes you just have to take a deep breath, draw a breath or two, and realize that well, you two were that age one day. You two had a mom that you challenged in the ways that you, the things you did and the ways that you went. But what a contribution today to all the moms that have new babies, and we'll have a new grandbaby coming our way here in a few days, a great grandbaby. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. However, I've been watching Owen real closely. And, and Owen is a really a one-on-one -on -one person. He just wants your undivided attention. And I've been processing this, this the past few months. Owen, how are you going to treat the newcomer into your house? How are you going to react when you see the love being extended uh, into a, 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 big, a little brother? And, and all of these things are... are are just thoughts that flow through your mind. But I can tell you this morning, God wants you to follow the word of God in all things, not for all things, but he said in all things, give thanks. How many beside yourself, you have to refocus now and then, you catch yourself murmuring. Well, I don't do that, I, but I complain once in a while. Well, that, that, there's a difference, just don't ask me. I think it's in the spelling though. But, but you know, we, we all have to refocus. We have to, in order to do God's plan and, and be involved in what he wants to do, we have to renew our spirit. We have to renew our attitude. And I can tell you, any attitude can go the wrong way, and we we've all have attitudes that need readjusted. And sometimes I have to readjust many times. But you know what? It's no sin to readjust. It's no sign to refocus. And, and, and the more you focus on the plan of God, the greater the strength flows through your life. Many people have asked this question, do I have to be filled with the Holy Spirit to go to heaven? And inwardly, I, I, I can say this, you might make it, but I don't think I would make it without the power of the Holy Spirit. I just, I just don't think I can handle it. It's, it's those times when stress becomes, uh, uh, 
more than I can handle. It's those times when your heart is broken. It's those times when things come your way you don't understand. That you can release that prayer language. And it's not, it's not a, like a bandage that's put over a wound that you're suffering. It's like a shield. And you can stop the adversary before he is, is able to penetrate and destroy you. And you can renew your mind in what, what God's word has to say. In the darkest hour, he's still a lamp under your feet. He's still a light to your pathway. And he wants you to know his word declares truth and the truth that we have on is real he wants you to really be a believer in what he has to say and as we follow creation all through through the bible many of us know this by heart but but i just want to say it to all of us today some of you are younger than me and i can i look at the world that spends so much money trying to trying to make youth or rekindle youth in their life Many people uh, spend lots of money trying to, to, to live a, a life and keep their bodies so charming. And there's nothing wrong, ladies, with having a charming body. And man, there's nothing wrong with you combing your hair and shining your shoes. But Genesis talks about charm. Anybody besides me who have ever been charmed? I, I, I love the grandkids. They charm me. They're a great thing to to be charmed with. But Genesis 2, verses 18 through 25 tells us that charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Mom, when your family is gone, maybe they live in another city. When your family is no longer surrounding you, they grow up to be adults and they go their separate ways. Mom, you're still one of the greatest people in any child's life. In fact, it was your hands that rocked the cradle when we all came into this world. And there's nothing like the hands of mom around a baby. Men are all right, but I can tell you, that baby knows who the dad is and who the mom is pretty quick. And you just give them a choice which way they're going to go as babies. And, and there's something about the fragrance of mom that charms that baby. And that baby will always take mom over dad. And most of the time, especially if it's diaper time, I'm really happy about that. But there's a need for a woman. The Bible goes all through. It, it highlights uh, uh, the things that the, that the lady at the house is to do. It talks about the nature of women. It, the Bible talks about the name of how, how women came by their name and what their name means. It talks about how thankful we are that God created a woman. And, and there's been times that uh, I've been a little confused, especially uh, checking out. And... Uh, and I, or I've been standing behind somebody and I've watched their attitude toward the lady who, or individual who's checking the, the customer out. And when I get there, I say, uh, is everybody treating you well? And the answer is usually yes or no, or part of the time. And so, you know, the good part of it is no matter where we're at in life, we can say something good. And there's nothing like saying, God bless you. Have a blessed afternoon. I picked up some equipment for Pastor Jared uh, this past week. We drove over into Moore Best Buy to pick this, this piece of equipment up. And uh, they had parking places. They didn't want you to get out of the car and come to the store. That was not allowed. But this young gentleman came to the car and he, uh, he, he said, we told him who, who we were and what we came for. To, and so he said, I'll be right back. He brought the package back and he said, uh, have a blessed day. And he walked on to the next car. And I turned to David, my younger brother, and I said, I wonder if they will allow 
the boys to have tips for coming to the car and waiting on us. So as the gentleman uh, left the car, he had to walk by our, our pickup, and I said, sir, uh, and he said, yes, and he turned and walked to the door, and he, I said, are you, are you, uh, you guys, they're waiting on uh, us customers today, are you allowed to receive a tip? He said, no, sir, but I've got something better than a tip. I've got Jesus Christ in my life, and money can't buy the presence of the Lord, and I am so blessed to have Jesus in my life, and, and the joy of the Lord just radiated. David started shaking his head. He said, my, isn't that a wonderful testimony? Just, we'd never seen him before, didn't know where he lived or anything, but I can tell you one thing, he, he was living in the presence of the Lord. The sun was coming down. He was making his, his traveling in a fast pace, but he had a great testimony flowing out of him. He loved the Lord. Money wasn't everything. And, and we left there thinking, Lord, we're so glad that you're in leadership today. We're glad that you lead us in paths of righteousness and we meet other righteous people. I'm glad, Lord, that you, you have the day of restoration. When you walk into our life and, and things that have gone by the wayside or things that have been destroyed, Lord, you, you restore us. You restore our spirit. You restore the power of the Holy Spirit that enables us to do what the Bible says. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. And notice, he didn't say this, void after the age of 78. That, that's not shouting news to anybody but me, but that's, that's good news. Wanda's smiling. She's, she's smiling. There's a couple of three that you're not old enough to be my mother, but you're a little older than me. God is so good. God is so good in paths of righteousness. He's there when we get thirsty and we seem like we're, maybe we've got so busy we haven't kept up on our devotion. You can turn to scriptures in the Bible like Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be. It's your time. Filled. 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 God wants to fill us to overflowing. You know, until I have my life full, I don't have very much to offer. But if I take time every day to let the glory of Jesus' presence fill my life, he, he, he allows the Holy Spirit to flow, and he allows me to pray in a tongue that I don't even understand. I leave the house this mor each morning saying, I've got something to give to the world today. Lord, I'm so glad that you didn't just, didn't just fill my cup half full. You, you, I'm running over today. Give me an opportunity. I want to I run to somebody that needs encouragement. I want to run to somebody that needs to know that Jesus is still in the healing business. He's in the restoration business. I meet many people whose dreams have been destroyed. Their finances are gone. They don't know which way to go nor which way to turn. But I can tell you something. We can sing the song this morning in this building blessed assurance Jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of joy divine God wants you to know that he's for you and not against you and we live in a troubled world maybe you've gone through life and and it seems like everybody else's kids did good but you have had a prodigal in your life and now and then, we just kind of refocus on things that are going on around us. We watch families that grow up in this church, and it's awesome to see how families grow up. And one day we meet, we meet somebody that was this, this age when we came, and now they're carrying a baby, or they've got uh, younger children surrounding them, and they say, Pastor Orville, how are you? And if I 
had to call their name, uh, I'd lose the battle. Uh, but I know how to say, man, I'm doing great. Fella, how are you doing? Or if it's a lady, I said, ma'am, I'm doing great. And you know what? Some people say, well, you know, I'm just going to tell it like it is. I don't feel that way. I feel horrible. I'm down and out. Well, listen, the Bible tells me that I have the ability to call those things that are not as though they be Amen. when they come in line with the word of God. Yeah. And I make sure what I'm petitioning the Lord for, I make sure that it lines up with the word of God because God wants to restore. He wants to renew. And sometimes, you know, we look at people that are on television. We see big ministries that are going, growing great. They're re reaching a lot of people. But very seldom do we see the camera go inside the home and see what's happening in those homes. Ruth Bell Graham, wife of Billy Graham, knows about prodigal children. Two of her five children were spiritual wanderers from the from the pain she suffered, she wrote a book called Prodigals and Those That Love Them in which she said of Christians, we must take care of the possible and trust God for the impossible. I want you to think about, this came from Ruth Graham. We must, what? We must love, affirm, encourage, teach, listen, and care for the physical needs of our families, but doing the impossible are the miracles is not up to us. If we had to touch so we could cause miracles to happen, we can petition heaven and God is still the God of the miraculous. But Ruth Graham realized the miracles that happen are not in our department, they're in God's department. But I believe he owns cattle on a thousand hills. He's not slack concerning his promises, both spiritually, financially, and physically. For some reason, and I'm going to be very careful because the lady who did my rehab work when I had a knee replaces in a congregation, so I'm going to be real careful about what I say this morning. She's so, such a nice lady, though. I love her. The day I walked in for, for my first treatment, here's what she said. Pastor, you're a pastor on Sunday morning, but I'm the boss when you walk in here. <laughs> and she's still coming to church. Isn't that awesome? And let me tell you, I, I haven't forgot that testimony. But there's something in my left hip that's kind of giving me a little bit of pain and when it does I, I just lay my hand on my left left hip and I say father in the name of Jesus this house has got to keep going I don't have time to mess around with a hip that's hurting so in Jesus name I claim my healing Hallelujah. let me tell you something in five minutes I feel relief coming my way and I haven't been for an uh, a Tylenol it may be later on but not then God knows exactly what we have need of before we ask. Did you know the Bible says, I'm going to say this especially to the moms today. It says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Now watch what, the, what follows. For everyone who asks receives. And everybody who seeks shall find. And everyone who knocks, the door will be opened unto them. Maybe not in a way that we want. You know, while we operate in a physical form, God works in a spiritual form. He takes care of our spiritual needs. And at moments when we were needing our batteries charged, in the moment when our strength is running slim, in our moment when we would just want to fly off the handle, God has the peace. And, and Psalms 164 uh, uh, 
165, David says these words. Uh, Seven times a day, O Lord, will I praise you for your righteous judgment. Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing causes them to stumble. And if I don't feel peace for the first time, I go for the second run. And the third run, I just keep talking to, my face, to myself. Seven times a day, O Lord, will I praise you for your righteous judgment. Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing causes them to stumble. And, and then I say, self, you're not going to stumble. You're on sure footing today because you're standing on the word of God. Time and time again, we have to notify this old house that we live in. Sometimes we have to notify that man we see in the mirror because that man can be our worst enemy. And you need to talk to him. We don't come to church for me to line anybody out. We come to church to worship the Lord. God gives us the ability to take care of self. We're, we manage our time, we manage our action, we manage where we go and what we do. And God has allowed us to manage our physical going and coming and going. But God is control of our spirit. And, and every day I want him to know, Lord, I'm trusting you. Lord, my trust is in you. And many times I've seen miracle after miracle after miracle. I was just talking to somebody this morning. He said, you can't tell me that God isn't doing miracles. He said, I've seen miracle after miracle this week. And he said, nobody could put it together like the Lord. Well, I'm going to close this morning and tell, tell, saying this. If there's something in your life that's really eating your lunch, if there's something going on in your life that's really plaguing you, if there's something in your life that causes you to grieve of the day, there's a reset button right inside of your heart. And he wants you to spiritually declare, I boldly declare in the face of the adversary today, I'm resetting what's going on in the inside. I'm turning loose of that thing that's controlling me. I'm going to reset by taking all of my cares that's keeping me from doing what I'm supposed to do. And I'm going to cast all that care on Jesus because he said he cares. Maybe you are going through a time and you're unsure about how things are going to work out. And while the news, no matter what you watch, is not giving us good news about the future days ahead, about our financial condition, about the things that really causes Western Oklahoma to, to, to rise and, and produce. We hear uh, the farmers, how they're, uh, they're, they're plying up their crops. We see uh, millions of barrels uh, or uh, gallons of milk going down the drain every day. And, and you know what? You can focus on that long enough till it makes you mad. And it probably would cause us to be madder or worser if we really know, knew the truth about the virus that shut our world down. But you know what? God knows. He still speaks and the winds and the waves obey. And there's something in your life you've, you've just stayed focused on until your joy is gone. God has given you the ability to speak to that reset button inside of you and say, Lord, I'm not going in that direction. I'm not looking that direction anymore. I'm going to look to you, Lord. You're the author, the finisher of my faith. You're the one who's touched by the feeling of my infirmities, and you're not slack concerning your promises. And everybody said, amen. amen. You're going to enjoy uh, the, the sermon following, and I'm going to be... Uh, really listening close because the next sermon in this series is relax. Now, I'm not preaching. I'm just, I'm just going to come and enjoy it with you. 
you know, I, I can relax, but it's about uh, 10 minutes after I've laid down, close to 12 o'clock, and until about 5 or 5.30, I, I think I've relaxed. Now, I had a bad nightmare a few nights ago, and uh, I, I didn't know but what I'd be in the divorce court, but the, I was glad the courthouses were closed. My wife said I was about to kick her out of bed. And I hadn't had nightmares like that in a long time. And boy, I tell you, I started, Lord, if I need to do a reset button, uh, hit the reset button, I want you to show it to me. And you know, while we think many times that that is very childish, you know what the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 33 and 3? Call unto me, and I will answer you, and I'll show you great and mighty things you know nothing about. Today, Mom, don't be discouraged. God is not mocked. You continue to sow the good seed into your children's life. You continue to be the wife that your husband has been to you for years. Continue to trust the Lord with all your heart. When things come your way you don't have an answer for, don't be ashamed to admit that Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is for you and for that hour. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. And if you're watching today by way of simulcast, and you're not acquainted with Jesus Christ, there's not a better day than today to invite Jesus into your life. There's not a better time this morning than just to say, Lord, I'm a sinner, but I want to become a follower of you, and I ask you to forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness, and from this day forward, I want my life to be directed by you, and I want the Holy Spirit to give direction. And if you're here, you're listening this morning, either by way of Simon Cast, or if you're in this building and you're not acquainted with Jesus, you, you can, can be before you leave, because we're going to close the service in prayer in just a moment. And maybe today you're a, you're a Christian but there's some things plaguing your life. There's some things that you've just allowed to trump your life and it's disturbed your spirit. Uh, you haven't been in a good mood. It's, it, there's just something that's come over, came over you and it's really hard to trust the Lord. You see people that are hurting, maybe people that you're responsible for that are hurting today and, and you just can't get peace. You're not resting. You're, you, you just seem like that there's a, there's a confusing spirit rolling in your life this morning. God wants you to know he'll take care of it. All you have to do is say, Lord, I want to reset my life on what your word has to say. I want to begin to praise you from, from what, where I'm at and what I'm doing. And I want you to allow me to be a blessing to those and an encouragement to those that I face. So as our heads are bowed this morning and we bring the message to a close, let me ask you, is there anyone in this building this morning you're not a Christian? You just say by an uplifted hand, that's me, Pastor I, I'm not a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, but I want to be. By just lifting your hand, you'll say, that's me, Pastor. And if you're here, if you're watching us by Simacast this morning, and you want to become a Christian, I'm going to close the service with a sinner's prayer, and a benediction will be a, a prayer of thanks. But as our heads are bowed this morning, and, and I just want uh, this congregation to also join us this morning as we bow for prayer. Well, Father... We just thank you this morning that we have a heavenly father who's made provision for every step of life journey. We just want to thank you today, Lord, because you're a present help in time of need. We want to thank you because you said that when the load became heavier than we could bear, your, your voice would beckon us to you as you said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon me and learn of me because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. For those that aren't Christians today, I want you to repeat this prayer with me. Say, dear Jesus, I'm a sinner, but I want to be a born-again Christian. I want to be a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I'm confessing my sins to you today on the 10th day of May. And I want to make you Lord of my life. And I want to live for, for you the rest of my life. And I can't do it without your help, but your word declares that you will help me. So Lord, as I ask for forgiveness of my sins, I place my trust in you. You're Jehovah Jireh, our provider. And as I continue the journey of life, Lord, it, when you, as you give me a brand new spirit, as I release a load of sin from my life, Lord, I just ask you today, would you be to me what I need you to be? Would you be my best friend? And from this day forward, I'll know that my life is not only a life that follows you, but my name is written in the book of life. And when life comes to a close, Lord, I'll have the, I'll have the assurance that you have made a way when I am ready to depart this from this world. Lord, in your, in your heavenlies, there's mansions prepared for everyone. Lord, we don't want we, we to miss any opportunity of telling people about you and what you've done. And I ask your blessings upon every individual who's in the service this morning. Bless those that aren't here but would like to have been here. And Lord, as we leave here today, may we say it's been good to be in the house of the Lord. We give all the praise to you in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Barbara, could you come to the piano before we leave? Would you stand, please? Pastor Jared, well, you can make us your way, if you, if you will, onto the platform. Well, I want to close with a song, A Merry Heart Does Good Like a Medicine. So, Barbara, I want you to pick the, the uh, song that you like to play, and that's what we're going to close with. Would you do that? I promise I'll never put you on the spot. That's great. That'll work. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. One more time. Well, oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Well, once again, we want to tell every mom in here, Happy Mother's Day. I came across some of the top signs hanging in houses of mothers. And uh, just say amen if this resonates with any of our moms, any of our ladies in the house today. Our home isn't home sweet home. Adjust.
Martha Stewart doesn't live here. Ring bell for maid service. If no answer, do it yourself. I clean house every other day. Today is not the other day. If you write in the dust, please do not date it. Do, do not date it. There's a story behind that one. I would cook dinner, but I can't find the can opener. My house was clean last week. Too bad you missed it. I came, I saw, I decided to order takeout. If you don't like my standards of cooking, lower yours. <laughs> Although you'll find our house a mess, come in, sit down, and converse. It doesn't always look like this. Some days it looks bad. A messy kitchen is a happy kitchen, and this kitchen is, is absolutely delirious. A balanced diet is a cookie in each hand. Oh, amen. Come on, somebody. Couple more here. Thou shalt not weigh more than thy refrigerator. <laughs> Blessed are they who can laugh at themselves, for they shall never cease to be amused. My next house will have no kitchen, <laughs> just vending machines. I'd love to live life in the fast lane, but I'm married to a speed bump. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Again, happy Mother's Day today. Moms, again, I want to remind you, get a hold of Crooked Arrow between now and Wednesday and order any large pizza you like. Tell them Elm Grove Mother's Day. It's on us. We want to say happy Mother's Day to all of our moms today. We love you guys. God bless you. Isn't it good to be in God's house again? Amen. Hey, go have a great Sunday. Go enjoy it. We'll see you guys later.